If you were in a marriage and you realized you never were in love with that other person, what are you supposed to do about it? I mean, it may not be a problem if you're like a year in, it's a lot easier, but what happens if you've been married for decades? Does it sound like you or maybe somebody you know? We're going to try to explore what to do with that today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer, joined by my dog Kiki in my lap and my mother on the other side of the country. She's over in Georgia. I'm in San Diego. This podcast is a feel-good podcast based on live, laugh, and love your mom. And this is my lovely mother, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. I hope you're going to be louder. (laughs) Am I not loud? No, not at all. I'm having a strain to hear you. How's my sound? Uh, Fine. Had to adjust it. I couldn't get, when I was calling you, Yeah. I couldn't get my mic to come on. Yeah. I was freaking out. But then I realized, of course, you have to have your computer turned on. Duh. Is that that better? It'd still be a little louder. I don't know. Is it me? Maybe I'm not hearing well. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's probably you because my levels are coming in fine. Is your mic, is your headphone jack turned up? My headphone jack. Mm-hmm. In the I front, where it says does volume. It have, does it have a volume on it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> now I turned it up. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. You sure? <laughs> yeah. I forgot that has a little volume button. But why is it any uh, different? I haven't changed it. I don't know. I think we should just leave all this in the beginning of the show. I think people should see what it's like. What, my technical get, difficulties? Yeah, get the true representation of what it's like to <laughs> deal with this on a daily basis. Make me look silly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so dad doesn't want to come on and talk about the, the uh, bidet, and I'm confused <laughs> about this. Um, you know, I said yesterday we plan on talk, having my dad come on to talk about the bidet that my mom wants to put in their new bathroom when they remodel it. Right now it's just a... A concept, but they're not, they're not in the process of remodeling or anything. Uh, what did he, why, why does he not want to talk about the bidet? I don't understand. <laughs> well, maybe because he's a little tired this afternoon. He did go out to lunch today. Oh, he gets grumpy. Man. Yeah. So maybe he's just like, no, not in the mood to talk today. I said, <laughs> I said, do you want to go on the podcast and talk today? And he said, I don't have anything to say. And I said, well, you heard that. He was going to ask you about bidets, and he said, I don't have anything to say about that. <laughs> okay. I was like, well, there you go. All righty then. So he I guess it. if he doesn't have anything to say about it, I can proceed. That's I, how I, I hear it. I, that's what I heard. I hear there's no problem with it then. So I think you just go right ahead and you put that little <laughs> squirt thing on there. You know, um, Lisa, 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 uh, our, one of our, our, our ambassador from the Netherlands, um, she, Ooh. did you see on Facebook that she reached out and she said that uh-huh. you're actually not factually correct about how the bidet works? Oh, was it about the bidet? I thought it was yeah. about German men. Yeah. Miss Nancy. Miss Nancy Yancey. <laughs> Where are you getting the information about European toilet habits? Sorry to be the bringer of bad news, but it's not accurate. 
So I'm assuming that could be either one of those things, right? I thought, yeah, I thought it was about the bidet itself. Maybe she is talking about because mom read a thing yesterday about how it's uh, German men sit down when they urinate. So I guess uh, I, I want to ask her to do because she's in the Netherlands, so she can't call in. Oh, so yeah. I said, uh, just send us like a voice memo because I want to make sure that this is internationally factually correct podcast. You know, <laughs> if we're going to be a worldwide thing, you can't sound like these dumb Americans over here. They have no idea what they're talking about. Right. That just yeah, wouldn't be right. Absolutely. Wouldn't be right. Wouldn't we be good. To, we want to be correct. You know where I did hear though, about where I got the information on the bidet. I realized yesterday, you know, I told you there was a heated one that sounded really great. Right. Um, was from a certified fan. That oh. sent, sent me a link to it. Oh, well. Thank you, certified fan that sent me a link to that. And I can't find her either right now. But anyway, well, I appreciate we'll, that. We'll keep you posted and see if we can get a, um, a factual update on what, what we're missing with uh, with men from European <laughs> countries when it comes to the their bathroom habits. Or just, just the days in general. German men. German men. Okay. Well, uh, let's check that and, and we'll come back. Uh, my mom's really good on remembering dates and I, this would have slipped right by me, but today when this show is released, you actually had put in your calendar. It was a pretty, it was a pretty big day, right? Big day. 2007. It's the anniversary of your first morning show. That's right. Yep, Panama City, Florida. That guy Kramer show. Um, <laughs> Do you remember yeah, usually, that first day? Oh yeah, because I, I mean, it's it's just like you have to remember. It's it's just like any other first day at work. It's awkward. It's strange. You don't really know anybody. You don't know the building. You don't know where the coffee is. You don't know <laughs> you know where. Uh, but then radio, it gets a little bit more difficult because I walked in that morning and here I go right, and I had done a couple test shows before and everything was fine, and. I walk in and I and keep in mind at first it was just me. It was me and this woman named Kim Diamond, which I still have to right. tell the story of Kim Diamond. I think Kim Diamond may have passed away. I need to look into oh. that. I think she may. I can't remember now, but that sounds right. Um, there was I, some kind of drama with her, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. She said, yeah, she like quit because she said she didn't feel safe. And oh yeah, I'll have to tell that story one day. And she's me. Um, okay. So she. <laughs> Uh, no, so it's just me. Basically, it's just me, though, right, in the studio. Mm-hmm. She just came in to do, like, traffic or news or something. Okay. So she, uh, so I go in, right? I'm all excited. I got my everything prepped up. I got my coffee ready to drink. I got my show prep. I got my, you know, uh, everything's, like, lined up, right? First break hits, right? And it's mm-hmm. like a music bed. It's like what we talk over, right? So it's like, pshoo, 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 that guy Kramer in the morning. And it's like, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And that's like what you talk over, right? Mm-hmm. And... So I'm like, okay, cool. Here we go. Boop. Hit the mic button. Turn it up. And I'm like, good morning, Panama City or something. I don't remember what I said. Um, but nothing. Like the mic was not working. <laughs> oh, no. I could not get the mic to work for the first oh, 45 no. minutes of my first 45 show. 45 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't get it to turn on. I couldn't get it to turn on. <sighs> Until somebody woke up and was like, hey, check the... Check the settings and see. I felt like basically you, Mom. Mm-hmm. That was basically being you over here. Like, I can't get my mic to work. I can't. Right. See? Can't now you can relate. Out. You can relate to I me know. now. Now I see. Now I get it. Now I get it. Oh, but yeah. Man, and you're, been, yeah, and so, you're there at like, what, 5 a.m., right? Yeah. Well, it was 6 a.m. When, when the show started. But I got there all early. I was prepped. I was, just, I was ready to go. Ready oh. to knock it out of the park. And then I think it was probably a, a, a sign of how my radio career was going to go. 
just a little. <laughs> well, obviously not. A little rocky at times. Good at other yeah, times, but then rocky, right. rocky. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, you know, a, a lot of people ask me about like following, following that dream. We talk about that on, on the show a lot, right? About mm-hmm. following, like, am I? It's been, I mean, it's been 13 years now as of today, right? If I was 2007, yeah, then yeah, 13 years I've been doing morning radio, and. Am I glad I did it? I mean, I always wonder what my life would have been like if I just never did it, right? Like if I just right. never worked to pursue it. Like where would my life have been? Would I be sitting in San Diego? Um, you know, like I, I I don't know. I don't know what my life would have been like any other way. Can you um, – um, well, you never wanted to do anything else. Oh, this was kind of – oh, well, I wanted to do film, right? That was the first goal was film. And then – but once I started – I always was in love with radio. And when, then I got into college radio and that was just it. That was it. That yeah. was it. Yeah. So, um, I don't, you know, I ask me when I get another job, if I get another job, if I'm glad I did radio or not, I don't know, but <laughs> it kind of brought us all here. Right. Nice. Was, there was definitely some good times. It was dramatic and crazy. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> you're asking me on the wrong day. I feel like you keep pursuing it. I know. So that so, must be what your heart's telling you to do. I guess. I guess. I just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wake up every day and try to figure out, figure it out. Oh, well, congratulations, honey, for 13 well, years. Thank you. 13 thank you. Thank you. years. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that deserved a whoop, whoop, right? For a long time. And it like radio does. years are like, I mean, I remember when I got, I don't know if I told the story, but when I got let go, I called this one radio consultant, one of the first ones, because I want to, he's actually like a podcasting consultant too. And so I was going to ask him about podcasting and he answers the phone. He's like, wow, four years in San Diego. Like what a, what a great run you had. So you have to understand like, like, like radio years are like kind of like dog years. So like if you've had (laughs) seven, you know, every, every one year is basically seven years. So if you get congratulated after four, that just kind of goes to show the nature of the business, right? (laughs) It does. It does. Um, you were just saying how you're getting frustrated having to plan meals out. Where did that come from? Probably because it's meal time <laughs> once again. You know, since since um I've really been retired, like Jim and I just kind of fix our own food, right? Right. I I eat differently than he does and He's very capable and he likes his food a certain way. And so we just kind of do our own thing around meals. So So you, you know, make you make your own meal, he makes his own meal? Yeah. And like yeah. how uh because you guys still sleep in the same bed. I was talking to somebody the other day about that, about how I I the the greatest thing about being single is like having my own bed. <laughs> All right, we've talked about that a couple times on this podcast too, right? Uh, yes. And like I really what I want to do is create an invention to where <laughs> you have a bed, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can like cuddle and do your thing at night. But then when you're ready to sleep, you just mm-hmm. push the button and then like the beds separate and then you can like sleep on separate sides of the room. Because I oh. feel like, yeah. Not um, just like a not just like a platform bed where it's got two separate mattresses. No, like, like this, this, this like pushes or? together, but then like pushes apart too. Oh. Right. Cause I don't, cause mm. really the biggest thing for me with sleeping with somebody is a, it gets so hot. Like uh-huh. it gets so hot under the covers. <laughs> like I'm, I'm once you don't have that again for a while. And more importantly though, I think is not having anyone to steal the covers and the sheets from you. Right. Yeah. 
Um, like, and I usually am the culprit, but yeah. then you get to deal with the other person, right? Like when I was married, yeah. my ex would always like wake me up. You stole all the covers. You stole all the covers. Like, I can't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not like planning on sealing the covers. I'm just over here. Well, you know, we, life. we never had a king size bed until we moved into this house. Right. We had a queen size um, and we got that king size bed. I'm telling you, it was like, wow. You're a long way over there. <laughs> Which is probably for the best. Yeah. yeah but that's, I, again, we got a uh, we got a, a king-size bed, too, as my first one, because when I was on the radio here, we had an endorsement deal with Jerome's, and so I basically got a free bed, and you can get any bed you want. So, of course, I'm going to get the biggest one. Like, sure. But, again, this is the problem. This is what I'm talking about. Like, when you upgrade, like, you can never go back. Now <laughs> that I know the luxuries of having a king-size bed – where you can literally have a whole twin mattress to yourself, basically. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I can't, I don't think I can go back to sleeping in a queen anymore, you know? Yeah. Like, it's way too oh, close now. Oh, no. When we go out of town and we have a hotel room that we can't get a king-size bed, it's like sleeping in a twin bed together. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing right here? But you know what I do um, is I put I put a pillow in between us, yeah. So that I have like my own little private bed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, he gets up at night and I don't typically. So I just put that little pillow there and I don't hear him snoring. I don't hear anything. But isn't there part of you that just wants your own bed? No. I feel like no. I I feel like I'm gonna have to negotiate that into my next relationship, I feel like. <laughs> but I know like, a lot of couples that have separate beds, separate bedrooms. And, and I know people like Not look unusual. down on that, but why? I like, don't, I, know. don't get me wrong, wrong. I still like to cuddle. I still like to do all that. <laughs> I just, when it's time to sleep, though, it's time to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I don't want any nonsense with your body heat trying to like keep me up all night. <laughs> or are you like still in the covers or waking me up because I'm still in the covers or snoring or kicking mm-hmm. me or whatever? I just want to like sleep. Well, I sleep. tell you what, if you have a bad dream and no one's there to wake you up, you'll wish you had someone there. Ooh, yeah, I, I hate that. Jim had one this week, but I've had them too in the past. And you know, you wake up screaming and you're like, oh, I always go, oh God, thank you so much for waking me up. Yeah, I, I got to fend off the uh, all the bad dreams by myself, but to me, it's still <laughs> worth it. It's still <laughs> worth it. I, there's nothing better in the world. I'd even do bunk beds. Like bunk beds to me would be fine. What? Yeah, like a, a queen size queen, bunk bed. A queen no, size. No, no, no. I'm saying a queen, queen size. size bunk bed. Yeah. So we both <laughs> had like queen size bunk beds, you know? I bet like, there is such a thing. I bet there is. I, That's I need to crazy. look that up. If not, we need to invent that. I don't yeah. know. Maybe call in on that too, because I feel like <laughs> oh, I don't know if I just sound ridiculous about how much I just want my own space in the bed now. And I, I, I promise you. Like between trying to figure out if I want kids, like like having stepkids or not, (laughs) and like just having to give up sleeping in my own bed, those are like my two biggest holdups about being in a relationship. And the two biggest things, if I can get past those two Hmm. things, I think I'll be fine. But I just, I just cannot get past the bed situation. And let's get to our quote for today, mom. Oh, okay. So again, it's um, Marcus Aurelius. And it's dig deep, the water, goodness, is down there. And as long as you keep digging, it will keep bubbling up. Hmm. That's cool. That's that's the book you're reading right now? No, that's just from um, his book of meditations. 
Oh. No, I'm reading so, Life is in the Transitions with Bruce Feiler. Oh, I thought for some reason that was the, that was the same no, person. No, um, no, no. Well, what is that what does that mean to you? Well, the the deeper that you dig into yourself, the more com- that comes up. Like you realize that certain things happened because of one thing and that brings up yet another thing that happened because of, of a different result or whatever. But right. the, the, the deeper you dig, the more you discover really who you are. Mm. Um, so you need, you need to keep digging. I mean, even now, you know, I, I still reflect on myself all the time. Um, and what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it and, you know, emotions that surround different things that come up in my life. You know, when my brother right. died, I did a lot of reflection, still doing a lot of reflection that's brought up things from my childhood, all which have been wonderful. Um, but, you know, things that were forgotten and not all of them were wonderful because it was sad that we lost my mother. Sure. When we were both so young, and we had a hard time after that with, you know, li- just living with my dad um, and his four other wives. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's a lot. Especially yeah, my good brother. on him, though. Go ahead. Oh, Go I ahead, know. granddad. Like, hard. Yeah, you, you just, he out there. He out there. He, he was out there. I never, I never met him. I, he, he died before I was born. Um, I, but he uh, he sounded like he was a, a ladies' man. <laughs> he was a ladies' he was man. A great, he was a great guy. You would have loved him, and he would have loved you. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, we just need to keep discovering more and more about who we are, and why we do the things we do, and why things hurt us, why some yeah. things don't hurt us that maybe should. Just who are you? Who, right. who really are you at the end of the day? Right. No? I um see. I took it a little bit differently than that. I took it as like you. If you keep digging, you'll finally get to what you're looking for, mm, right? Which can go in a lot of different ways. Yeah. It could go for if you really want something, then you just mm-hmm. keep digging. You're going to find the water. It could also be if you're looking for something suspicious and you keep digging, you could probably find it. But mm-hmm. that's not the way my brain went at first. But um. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, he's, he's saying the water, dig deep, the water, which is goodness, is down there. Oh, right. It's good. But that could be like a, like a dream of yours, right? Like, mm-hmm. and as that long could be as the goodness. Digging, it will keep bubbling up. Yeah, so yeah. Don't, don't stop digging. I was going to ask him, this will, get, this will get kind of deep because you're, you're obviously older than I am. Because um, when you said, you said something about how like things in your life uh, kind of play out and that kind of had to play out in a certain way. And you understand now in hindsight, kind of why they played out the way they did. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that all of this is like predetermined? All so I've been wondering that a lot too. Coronavirus? No, I'm talking about like the path of your life. Oh. Because I think oh. when I can talk to you about my secret project, mm-hmm. um, I think I can go a little bit more into that, like kind of like the way I'm feeling about it. But I've just been, I've had been having a weird, weird couple of weeks with that about like everything kind of lining up the way it needs to line up. And 
if I never got let go from Channel 933, I mm. couldn't have done this secret project. Mm -hmm. um, and like certain things really had to align just right. You know, I and also wouldn't have gotten given me time to like launch this podcast mm -hmm. and get this podcast off the ground. And mm. I I'm just wondering if of you think all of these things are just predetermined. And if they are, then why do we spend one waking second being worried about anything? <laughs> because that's what life's about. You know, I mean, I think God gave us minds for a reason, right? To yeah. use them. And I just, um, I do believe that God has a plan for all of our lives and that we need to be in tune with that, be in tune with our spirit, right? The spirit of God within us to follow our heart. I mean, mm -hmm. all that's interconnected to me. If you follow your heart, then you're truly following the spirit, which of course is, you know, for me is God. Um, and being led in the way that you're meant to go. Mm -hmm. um, but that's not to say, I mean, that, you know, the question could also be, what if your life is uh, terrible? What if you have a terrible right. life? Right. Well, that's what I'm asking that, that the same question, too, right? Like, yeah. and I don't know. I don't know why I don't know. bad Life's so weird. to good people. I don't I just know wish, what they do, but they do. I, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I believe that God wants only good, wants only good, and that if we dig deep enough, we will find the goodness in most everything. I mean, I, I even losing my mother how tragic that was and so sad yeah. but all the things that happened after that would not have happened my, my life would not have been on the same trajectory if my mother had lived it would have been and totally, what do you mean by that well i mean i would have gone immediately to school i wouldn't have gone straight to work i probably would have never met your dad you know probably would not have married him then we would not have you know, the children we have, the life I have. Sure. Uh, I wouldn't have been in the same church or community. Um, right. You know, it would have been totally different. My life would have been totally different. Right. Um, yeah. You know, for better or worse. But um, if my mother had, had been in my life and right. been in our lives, I mean, things would have just been different. So, you know, I, I've learned to not question anymore, but to do my best to accept what is and to look for the goodness in it and to look for the blessings in all things. And it's Good. hard to do and it's hard to see, but yeah. a lot of times in hindsight, you see it, right? You're already right. seeing that. We're sitting here on a podcast. Right. We wouldn't be sitting here. We wouldn't here be doing this, would we? Exactly. Yeah. And I know that you're getting a lot of satisfaction from this, and so am I. <laughs> well, I hope so. No, you're I like, mean, I hate this personally, but I know you get a lot of satisfaction. Yeah, this, from really, this really is bad for me, but I'm so happy it's good for you. Um, <laughs> but, but you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, no, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Thank you for sharing that one today. Okay, <laughs> uh, we're going to ask my mom here in a couple of minutes. Anybody else? married to someone they're not in love with and what are you supposed to do about it i mean that's a uh, this is going to get a little deep today friends we'll do it here in just a couple of minutes with 
Ask My Mom on the show. Uh, we've been talking a lot about mobile banking this week over at SDCCU. I just actually just literally, this is no BS. I just used it. Like, I'm going to rustle my paper for you because in front of me is my invoice for my landscaping guy, the guy that cuts my grass. And mm-hmm. I've not paid him in two months because yeah. I'm terrible at keeping up with my bills. So luckily, I when I do remember to pay my bills, I can just hop on the SDCCU app like I just did and hop on to their bill pay. And it just it literally mails him a check. I just have to type in how much the money is. And then it just whoop goes right over there. You're busy when we were all busy. And it's just harder to get out nowadays. You know, like you're just. If, if you got kids and you've got coronavirus and putting their mask on just to go to the bank to make a deposit, like you don't have to do that anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why uh, SDCCU and the mobile banking has been a huge help for quarantine. And just for people like me that just forget to pay, bill, pay bills and it just makes it a whole lot easier when you finally do. Um, it takes about 10 minutes to join SDCCU online. SDCCU.com, you get 30,000 surcharge free ATMs. That's more than most big banks. And if you go to SDCCU.com, you can find out about their um, their financial wellness webinars they've been doing. These are these financial wellness Wednesdays, but now it's online. And it's really helpful because I'm just money, I'm just money dumb. I'm so money dumb sometimes, but SDCCU can kind of pick up the slack if you are too. So I bank there, you should too. San Diego County Credit Union, it's not big bank banking, it's better. Message and data rates apply federally insured by NCUA for details or to open your account today just visit sdccu.com and mom skillshare is my mom's favorite new website would you would you agree with that she was just saying oh my gosh i forgot i haven't signed up for a new skillshare thing anytime recently oh i'm so glad you mentioned that because i am i need to go back online and sign up for something new like yeah. I do maybe creative writing or or nature photography. I talked about that. I may progress to nature photography. I really want to do one as a group, like as a show. Like we mm. all can go do one. Um, and again, in, in a couple of weeks, my life calms down a tad bit so we can – take part in more. But um, yeah, Skillshare is an online learning community where millions of people come together and take their next step in their creative journey. <clears throat> the cool thing, like, like mom said, is like you get done with one class, but there's like thousands of inspiring classes from illustration to photography to film and video, marketing, web development, freelance and entrepreneurship. There's just so many things that like you can learn at your own time, your own schedule, the kids go to bed. It's cool. Hop on Skillshare, start learning. And even I was thinking too, like the cool thing for me is I can start to add extra things to my resume. Cause that always looks good. Like even I'm sure your job's probably a similar way. Like if I were to get back into radio ever and I can like show the, Oh, I've also, you know, freshened up on Adobe uh, illustrator and uh, InDesign. Is that what it's called? InDesign. And um, all these things that like now I would be able to say, and, it's two months absolutely free right now. The premium membership you get absolutely free when you go to Skillshare.com forward slash Kramer. Skillshare.com forward slash Kramer. Skillshare.com forward slash Kramer. Yeah, anybody else married to somebody they're not in love with? And what are you supposed to do about it? And this is going to be a little bit more serious than Ask My Mom up here in just a few seconds on the show. We got some new certified fans. I was worried because we got through our list yesterday. I'm like, well, this is going to totally ruin the whoop whoop segment. And I don't, I like, it's literally like one of my favorite parts of the show, the whoop whoops. So what are we going to do? But luckily we've got two new people that I'm glad to welcome here for certified fans. Uh, it is a, our fan club pretty much. It's our fan fam. Right. And we just, we thank you so much because it's a, it's a $5 monthly donation. 
You get $5 back instantly for the merch store. You get all kind of perks. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, when it comes to this new side project, this little secret project that I've been working on, secret missions that I've been going on, being a certified fan is going to have a lot of new perks that come along with that. So it'd be a good time to pop in there. I may actually, and this is just behind the scenes stuff. I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but I may actually increase the price of it soon. So if you want to get in still at $5 a month, I would do it because there's going to be a lot of, a lot of new perks that are coming with it soon. So um, hello to our friends, our newest certified fans, Erica M. from Mableton. Mableton, Georgia, right? Yeah, Mableton, Georgia. Yeah, there's Georgia girls. Whoop, whoop. Where is Mableton, Georgia? That's south, isn't it? It's, I don't know exactly if it's southeast, southwest, but yeah, pretty sure it's south. I think it's, I, I knew, I think I, I went to college with somebody from Mableton. Uh, anyway, also Janice T from San Diego. Whoop, whoop. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for your support. It really does keep this podcast going. So thank you. And let's, uh, let's get you because, because again, if we don't get any new people, we don't get any more whoop, whoop. So it's, I like it. And hopefully it makes you feel good too. Okay. Ask my mom. It's an advice segment. You can ask questions for my mom. She's been alive for a lot of years. And so <laughs> she can, she's been through some stuff. She's seen some stuff and she's got some good motherly advice to be able to give. So, uh, anytime you've got a question, you can hit me up at that guy Kramer at gmail.com or you can always, uh, DM me. It's that guy Kramer on Instagram. Oh, loveless marriages. I know how, the topic I know very well. Um, <laughs> This, uh, this came through as a DM. It said, hey, Kramer and Mom and Nancy, I feel like Nancy might have some good feedback for this one. It's a very short message, and this gets right to the point. Hmm. I've been married to my husband now for 20 years. I've never been in love with him, but he treats me decently, and he provides for our son. I just feel terrible that we have built a life that isn't based on being in love. What do hmm. I do? And is there anybody else listening that feels like they're in a relationship that, uh, built around, or that isn't built around love? Or am I just the only one? It feels so lonely. Mm. Love you forever. Thank you for being here for me. Mm. That's yeah. That's a long time. That's a long time to be in a sweaty ass hot bed with somebody. Oh, I think that should be the test. <laughs> should have just been a month in a bed with somebody first, and that's how you find out if you're in love with them or not. Um, I think I know this happens to a lot of couples, and I I know a lot of couples who've been divorced in their fifties and you know, 60s after the kids leave home because there was nothing left there for them. I also uh, know a woman who was diagnosed with breast cancer and had been married to her husband for 20 plus 30 years um, and divorced him because the relationship was toxic and it wasn't healthy for her. So, I mean, I know these things happen. Um, What she's saying is she's not in love with him. So, you know, as as marriages progress, you you build a life together. And if you're in a relationship for 20 years and you're not in love, that romantic um you know, philia as is the Greek word for the type of love that we feel at first, um it's all that the romantic love, right? And we're all gaga-eyed and goo-goo-eyed and, you know, um, flirtatious and it's all fun, but that wears off. That wears right. off and then real life sets in. So surely after 20 years and a child, 
her real life has set in. And well, what concerns me is, I mean, in, in her message says, I've never been in love with him. It wasn't even like, yeah, I was in love, you know, and then I wasn't, <laughs> you um, know, it's like I was never in love with him. Yes. So is something like that even salvageable or is it even worth it? Now, I mean, I get it. I can tell you from like the comfort of, you know, of a marriage, like that was like my biggest thing is like not wanting to lose the comfort of it. Right. right. They do get so comfortable and yes. uh, they can get so um, uh, you get so much tied up with one another, you know, like I had a house and cars and uh, we didn't have kids, but you know, it's just a lot of things, credit cards and it's just, <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot tied up to your, your family name at one point. Right. right. Yeah. So um, I mean, I think the story of, of the, of the, the bre- your friend with the breast cancer is really pretty telling, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like yeah. if you knew you were going to die tomorrow, let's just say, mm-hmm. would you still be in that relationship? Right. And I think she's got to uh, do some soul searching about, you know, why she married him and then why did she stay? And definitely I would recommend professional help with that to sort through that. 20 years is a long time and a lot of things have happened in that time. And, you know, now they have a child and um, I'm assuming the child's older if they've been married for 20 years. Um, But, you know, maybe in the best of all worlds, there is actually something there that she does love that she's not seeing. Maybe she's blind to it. Or the other way, maybe she truly does not and cannot love him the way they both deserve to be loved if they're going to stay in a marriage. Right. And it would be interesting to know how he feels, Um, you know. Right. I get it. Like when you realize that your marriage is kind of going to shit, it's like a really hard pill to swallow. And, or if you wake up and you realize that like, you're just in a comfort situation, uh-huh. you're not really in love. That's a real, that's a real tough spot and a real tough pill to swallow. So I get it. Like I get, it's like not hard, but I mean, especially with a kid involved, mom, like that has to add, add a whole nother level of complication. Like, do you stay together for the kids? I mean, plenty of par- parents co-parent right and like they can do it successfully so i don't think yeah. that's but i get it like it's very overwhelming when you're just like do i give all of this up mm-hmm. um because what is i mean at the end of the day what is love like what is love like what is what is a healthy loving relationship supposed to look like mm-hmm. i don't think i even know the answer to that question yet well, it's when you want to build a life and spend a life, spend your life with another person and be be committed to that person to make their lives as as happy as they can be and in turn receive love and affection that will make your life rich and blessed. Yeah. Well, but yeah, after 20 years, that's, and, you know, that's not to say, I mean, gosh, your dad and I had been married for Hmm. Close to twenty years, maybe fifteen. Wait, wait, say again. Your dad and I had been married uh, about fifteen years, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when um, we had our struggles, and that was a lot of it for me. Was why am I here? 
Oh, what, right. what, what are you doing? What is this relationship about and where is it going? Right. Do I want to be here? Does he want to be here? I mean, life's too short. Right. Um, so I would definitely, definitely encourage her and him uh, to get some counseling, but she may want to go on her own at right. first, just sort out her own feelings around it with a professional. That's a tough I, spot. It's a tough I think it'd be it'd be nice spot. to hear from somebody today that's that, like this resonates with that. Maybe you did decide that that was you, or maybe you feel like that's you, and like your struggles with that. And but especially I think if you've like ended your marriage because you just felt like you were never in love with a person, and like any regrets? Are you glad you did it? Um, any advice you have for this? I think it'd be really important. So you can call us up eight 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 Kramer eight. 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, and then we'll kind of explore more uh, later this week, early next week. Yeah, I really wish her well. And him. Yeah, me too. Me too. Me too, for sure. All right, Mom, that's it for today. I love you. Okay. Love you forever. I got a really cool story up here in just a couple seconds about uh, just taking your father's legacy and just making it into your own thing even though you have no idea it's really cool welcome to the good news here at the very end of the show um cool survey i don't do a lot of surveys because i don't think there was impactful but uh cool survey out today saying that generous americans are actually giving more to charities throughout the pandemic the people over at lending tree that did the study said that two-thirds of the respondents said that they had not changed their charitable giving habits from the previous years they had made a charitable donation within the last year with 34% of people doing so more than once. Also, 56% of people say that they make reoccurring donations, meaning that they donate to the same charity and organization once a month or more often. And they showed increases in forms of giving, which aren't usually recorded due to the inability to write them off on one's taxes. These include donating to a local relief fund, 13% of people, and sending money to a loved one who was laid off. Says here too, plus some consumers, 30% of people, continue to pay for services they can't use due to social distancing guidelines like housekeeping and babysitting. So that's cool that people are still giving. You know, I I have not been giving as much this year, if I'm honest, but where I've been trying to make up for it, only because I'm not around as much charitable stuff as I have been in the past. Usually, like, I'm always working with some kind of charity, so I just donate to that as I go. I don't really have, like, a reoccurring charity that I give to. But uh, what I do try to do is I try to give more for tipping on things like service industries, um, I actually like I tipped 40 bucks on a takeout order the other day because I just felt it was like right when things shut back down. So I just wanted to like help in that way too. So, I mean, I, everybody needs help right now. I think any way you can is awesome, but I'm, I'm just glad so many people are still giving, you know? And here's this cool story. So this, there's a man named Tay over in South Carolina who learned how to cook by watching YouTube videos. And now he's actually gone and opened up his own restaurant and employed 60 people. He started by washing dishes in a restaurant where his father worked as a cook. And he always saw the joy that cooking food brought to his dad and so many people outside their family. So after his father and his brother passed away, Tay wanted to honor their memory by engaging in a shared passion for food. Problem is, he's like, I don't know how to cook. No idea. Just goes on YouTube. Then he said, I learned everything from how to cook different types of meat to business-related tips and how to run a restaurant all on YouTube. God, YouTube's the best. He lives in Fountain Inn, South Carolina. It says, uh, Carolina, that was really country. He lives in Fountain Inn, South Carolina. 
Uh, Nelson eventually launched his own line of natural seasonings that were inspired by his father's recipes. But his ultimate dream was to open a restaurant. So he went back to YouTube and searched everything he needs to know to like run a food business. So then he uh, opened up a catering business. From there, he finally made his dream come true of opening a restaurant back in 2018. It's called Bobby's Barbecue. It's named after his father and his brother, and it's provided dozens of jobs for his community. More than 35,000 people have come to taste his barbecue rubbed with those house-made seasonings. It's crazy to think that through YouTube, how I learned how to start this business and provide 60 jobs to provide for my kids to have an opportunity to have a legacy and to put my dad and my brother's name on it. I never imagined this like, in my wildest dreams. And that's when everything just collapsed on me, man. I had to go out to the shed, man, and just get down my knees and start crying. Like, it really just hit me, like, what we done. You can learn all kind of cool stuff on YouTube, but I love that, like, this guy had no idea, and now he literally runs his own restaurant all because of YouTube. God, it's awesome. And we're talking earlier about how my hold up on dating, I feel like, is having to give up my own bed, which is, I know, so dumb sounding, but that's just where I'm at right now, so bear with me here. Um, and uh, this comedian, Vic Alejandro, talks about some other struggles when you share a bed with a significant other. One girl, one girl, this is an example, one girl made me sleep on the side of the bed closest to the door, and her logic was, in case someone broke in in the middle of the night and shot us. <laughs> Where did you grow up? That's even a thought. <laughs> and second of all, it's pretty much just gonna be boom, boom, that's it. At, at best, you just woke up to see that happen. The only way your theory works if someone attacks you with a musket. <laughs> you guys took way too long to get that joke. I had the same thing happen too. It's like you, you sleep close to the window in case somebody breaks in. <laughs> I don't know that, you know, extra. Two feet's going to save you if anything were to crazy happen. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'd love for you to become a certified fan of the show. Just text the word fans, F-A-N-S. If it means something to you, if you want to keep this show growing, text the word fans, 888-Kramer8. Text the word fans to 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8. I love you. I'm tired. I'm going to go edit the show and go to sleep, okay? Love you. See you tomorrow. Mwah. Hey, Kramer. It's Brittany from Gilbert, Arizona. Certified fan over here. Uh, I was just listening to the podcast from today and I'm calling about having your pet sleep in bed with you. And I have to say that I love it. Uh, we have two dogs and our littler dog is 11 and she slept with us for like nine years until she started having these really bad kidney problems and she couldn't control her bladder that well. So we'd literally wake up to pee in the bed all the way down through the mattress pad, which is pretty miserable to wake up to. I uh, even got her doggy diapers so she could stay in bed with us, but she would tear them off and still wet the bed anyway. So she hasn't been in bed with us for a while, but it's funny the timing of this topic. This last week, my husband and I were talking about how much we missed having her in bed with us. And we decided to try it again. And we're three for three with her being in bed with us overnight, no accident. So here's to hoping that her kidney problems are gone and she could sleep with us for the rest of her life. Thank you guys so much. Love the show and love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast certified mama's boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.